Okay. Three, two, one, recording. Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. And in today's episode, I thought we would go over, you know, something I've been thinking about recently, which is regret, and mostly how to avoid regret and how to, you know, make the hard decisions that are going to lead you to a life of not having regret, you know? And I, I hear Gary Vee talk about this a lot. If you follow all this, you know, self-development, business, whatever. He talks about, you know, you being in your 80s, looking back at your life and feeling regret and how you would feel in that moment. It's kind of a very, you know, memento mori type of thing to think about your death. And it's really fucking scary, you know, because when you think about it, you know, because at the moment it just feels like small decisions. Oh, I don't really like my job, but you know, it pays the bills, whatever. It's kind of like, oh, I, sh I, I, sh I want to go for that, but you know, it's kind of comfortable here, you know, I don't know. But yeah, if you just think about right now, it's not really a problem because what are you, what, you have nothing to gain and nothing to lose if you only think about the now in that case. But then if you go over like, I'm 80 years old, I'm in my deathbed, and then I look back and I did nothing of the, the risks I wanted to take, and then it will hurt. And then it's scary because in that point you can't do anything. It, just imagine reaching that moment and you're like, fuck, yeah, that's the, I can't move my legs anymore. I'm fucked. Yeah, we can't even, like, it's, it's really hard to imagine that feeling, but you know it's going to be something very bad. And that's one of the exercises, like, of mental exercises that I feel has the most impact in general, at least on me. And I think most people would feel it because, yeah, it's like you said, you get that sense that there's no coming back. Once you get to that point of you're, like, 80 years old, in your deathbed, with your family around you, you're sick, you're going to die in a week. That's, like... When you, once you're once you reach that situation, there's no going back. There's nothing else you can really do. Yeah. Just you can just say goodbye to the people you love, and so it's really powerful when you do that exercise and you picture yourself in in that moment with all the the regrets you had in life. But then the powerful thing is you can come back to yourself and actually change the things that that you you visualize yeah. that were wrong. But then something that happens also that I noticed is. Let's say you do that exercise, you know, you go, you go there, you're super scared and you come back. Then you try to do everything at once. You're like, fuck, bro, shit's not working. So I'm going to go to the gym five times per week. I'm going to start my <laughs> business. I'm going to read one book per yeah, week. Overload. <laughs> and I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Let's go. Three days later, you give up on everything. And then you go back to, the, to where you were. So, yeah, for me, it's also, you know, this comes with practice of failing and trying again. It's start slow one thing at a time. Let's say all your life is fucked up. You're not going to solve it all in one day or in one month or one year. Just start with one thing. <laughs> going to the classical example, if you're fat, focus on that first. Focus on the thing that causes you the most pain first. And then, you know, keep stacking on top of each other. Because there's that saying also, I think an habit, to form an habit takes around, on average, I think 60 to 90 days. So, and it's going to be, it's slow it's not, you know, it's boring. You want to do all of it at the same time. But yeah, just do one yeah, thing at a time. And that's where you really have to, uh, like, access your self-discipline and restraint. Because, yeah, when you, yeah. If you do that exercise and then you come back, you're like, oh, my God, I've been doing so many things wrong. And I want to fix them all at the same time. And that's also why, like, the, the exercise is powerful. But you have to be mature enough and restrict yourself and, and realize, have self-awareness 
enough self-awareness to realize, okay, I have been doing these things, and because I've been doing these things, I'm not at the point where I can just start being a new person. Like you are, yeah. you have your habits and all of the things that are causing you problems because for a reason, like you have been, you, you put yourself there. So you are that person right yeah. now. And in order for you to change that person, like it's not going to be an, an overnight shift. You're not going to become Arnold Schwarzenegger in one day. Yeah. You probably won't even notice the change if it's done properly. Yeah. Like, you like you're not going to, I mean, <laughs> you'll, you'll from... notice it eventually, but not like instantly. Yeah. yeah, for me, what I felt is, is for most changes, for example, physical change. I've been going to the gym for five months, I want to say now. And now there are some times when I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely different. But for five months, it was more like my my brain just being placebo and being like, yeah, I think something's <laughs> changing. Yeah, the, yeah. But like, like yeah, if I, the if undisputable pic- evidence will <laughs> yeah. start coming in. My shirts are filling in. <gasps> Yeah, it's not it, when you see those YouTube transformations of a guy. It's like, yeah, I, I uh, can lift fifty more, no, a hundred more pounds bench press in six months. And then you look at him, and he's clearly on steroids. And you're like, okay, but but if you don't know, you're like, oh my god, why why can't I do it? Also, take in account some of those things. Don't go to Instagram and YouTube for you know motive. I mean, yeah, for motivation, I, think that's the I guess. With motivation, it actually. does it does the worst. It does even worse because. You see those examples of, let's say they're not even on steroids. Maybe they, they have other advantages from previous. Yeah, genetical. You know, things that maybe, maybe they have been doing sports since they were five years old and you haven't. It's going to be much easier for them to put on muscle if they start going to the gym than it's for you. That your body is used to sitting on a chair 16 hours per day and drinking Mountain Dew. Who the fuck <laughs> do you think is going to get more muscle faster? It's the athlete, of course. Yeah, yeah so that's... That's actually the like I think the the problem with motiva- relying too much on motivational motivational videos, motivational like pages on Instagram and whatever, because you can just fall into that hole of just you see so many good awesome examples, and I'm not saying that they aren't true, but the truth is most people aren't going to be those examples. They are examples for a reason because they are the one yeah, percent. Yeah, exactly. Like, the one percent. <laughs> the one percent. And no, but they they have many advantages, or, or not even advantages, but they. They are special people, and they got to where they, they got by doing a lot of work, obviously, and a lot of hard work, but they are the exception. Don't try to compare yourself to the exception. I feel like Jordan Peterson has a great, uh, I, I think it's one of the rules in his book, it's, which is always compare yourself to who you were previously, yeah, not exactly. someone else. Like, because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. D- different people are in different situations than you. Where you are starting now, is a unique situation. Only you are there right now in that precise situation. So the only, absolutely, the only really the only measure you have to compare against is yourself. Is the previous your previous you. So just do that, and I assure you, if you just get one percent better every day, soon enough you'll be like, whoa! I can't believe I was that guy. Yeah, exactly. And you know, if you're starting, you, I, I like how nature works in that sense too. Like when you start in the gym, you can put a lot of weight very fast. So it's very easy to get motivated. And in weight, I mean, you can lift more weight faster than if someone who's been lifting yeah, for five years. Faster. Yeah. And then what I feel also happens is you have that boost in the beginning, but then you're going to reach a stage where it's kind of the universe is challenging you to see if you're going to really <laughs> go forward with this. You know, let's say you go to the gym. What are you going to do when you get sick? Like, for example, both of us have been sick <laughs> for like me for, I don't know, the past half week and you for yeah, three days. Three days. And then you see, like, I went to the gym yesterday and I couldn't do anything. I just went there and I was frustrated. I was like, fuck, my body is shitty right now. 
But are you going to give up or are you going to keep going? Are you going to do nothing or are you at least going to try? You know, that's where also I feel like the, the, the 1%, if you want to go to the 1%, not to get too, you know, salesy Top or whatever. That's the, the difference is they keep going even when there's no motivation to keep going. You know, let's say businesses. Most businesses you see that are that have been lasting for more than, I don't know, five, ten years, they went through periods of extreme crisis. For example, Apple, if you see Steve Jobs, he was fired from that company. They almost went bankrupt. And then now they're the, they came back. And I think they're, they're the most valuable yeah, company, one, American. Right? Yeah, the most valuable American company. Number one, from almost bankrupt to number one. A lot of effort, a lot of sacrifice. You see, there's a pic of Steve Jobs when they started in front of his garage. That's where they fucking started. And now they're building a complex that looks out of the year 3000, just for Apple. You know, but how many years did that take? And how many hours of, how, how many people do you even know? It's, they were working 16 hours per day at the beginning. And now they have thousands of people working those hours per day. To, so, you know, going back to the, how you should look at this. Don't look at this as in one month, I'm going to have a six pack. If you are fat right now, you're not going to still be fat, but you're going to be a little less fat. And that's great. That's great. Because yeah, it's better than you like, were. Because imagine like, it's all about imagine you're, you're 40 years old. Like the average person right now is fat, which is kind of sad, but it's true. <laughs> so imagine you're, you're 40 years old. You're fat. Like you have been fat for at least maybe like 10 years of your life. So in, in, in one month, being a little less fat, is a huge accomplishment. Exactly. It's something you haven't done for 10 years. Like, if you, if, you put, if you put that into that perspective, it's a huge change. And not only, it's not going to be only physical, but with everything you change, it's going to give you, like, so many benefits. Your relationship will get better. Your physical body will be, get better. Your, your emotional, um, your emotions in your mind, everything will start aligning yourself once you start doing those things. Yeah, and, and also one thing that, that I feel like that is the most important thing is when you start to see change and your brain kind of makes the click or the connection that that change happened because of an action you took. And once you realize you can apply that to everything in your life, then you're unstoppable. Yeah, and yeah it's like because, when you realize it's a transferable yeah, skill. Because if you can like, go from, let's say, from where you are right now to super fit, then you know that it's the same resilience that it that it's required for you to go from poor to rich or from bad at relationships to good at relationships, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it carries over into a lot of exactly. things. Exactly. That's the, it's that's that the belief, power of it. the belief that you can do it. Uh -huh. But yeah, when you're starting, it's the hardest because you have to go on faith, purely yeah, on faith. And you have to, you have to, yeah, like you said, you have to push to that phase that, like, like Apple, like there's going to be a period of time where things will probably be shitty. Yep. But the good thing is, Everyone who's gone through shitty times knows that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. There's always a, a reward if you get through those times with, with dignity and if you actually push through them. Giving, going back to the Apple example, like Steve Jobs, he got through all of that and he was rewarded, definitely. You're, he's reminded as one of the, the, the greatest inventors ever in, in terms of design and whatnot. And his company is now the biggest, like you said. But for example, there's now this, this thing going on, uh, this picture on Instagram, which is basically saying that there was a guy that once at the beginning of Apple at 10% of the company. And at the time, it, was, it wasn't doing anything. So the guy was like, fuck it, I'm just going to sell this 10%. <laughs> and he sold it for $800. Now Jeez. it's worth like 55 billions. So yeah. it's like you get rewarded for 
sticking through those hard times. Yeah, and you even and see like Warren Buffett, Buffett, that most of his strategy is buying and then holding and then <laughs> selling. And you see this, like, I don't know anything about the market, just let's be clear here. But I do know that when, you know, crisis happens, people sell at the low. And then when it's, it's good times, people buy at the highest. And then it's broken. And it's kind of the same concept. If, you're, if you can buy low, buy in the low, let's say you start in the low, and then you can withstand all the things until the high, then you're rewarded, like you were saying. If not, then you're not rewarded. You're punished. That's, punished. Yeah. That's kind of the good thing <laughs> about yeah. life. Yeah. Like everything I can, kind of makes sense in that way. Like you get rewarded for, for doing the art, thing, the art things. So like you said, like in general, every time you go through something hard, life rewards you in one way or another. Yeah, exactly. Be that to, you're, you're now mentally stronger. Now you now have more gratefulness because not, even if like nothing physical came out of it, just like the benefits it brings you mentally, just you knowing that you got through those hard times and now being in a better time, you can just, you yeah. are more grateful because That's, and, and it's you know. Freeing, you know? I think it goes back to the concept of Joko Willink, which is discipline is freedom. Because when you allow your, when you discipline yourself to do those things, that's when you can really free yourself from yourself, quote unquote, you know, because otherwise yeah, you're, yeah. you're always trapped from, for your impulses, what you feel inside. Oh, did she say this? Did he say this? Whatever. But when you, yeah, when you take those hard decisions that you know are right for you and you stick with them, then you are rewarded. And like now, even with this podcast, I'm seeing, it's very funny to see, you know, the graph, the progress from month to month. I think it's, this is the fifth month, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. And it's very interesting to see, like, goes up, goes down a bit, da, 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 da. but the, the trend is up. And I, well, that's what I feel like. If you're willing to put the work and adjust, then the trend is always going to be up. But if not, then it's very scary because the trend is down. <laughs> and, and down only ends when you die. That's the problem as well. If you don't... And, but then I feel like it's very interesting because the market, how this thing, this works, it's also very, you know, comparable to life because when you're going down, it's going to be much, much harder to then swing, start a swing up, you know, usually it requires you hit a down, a low point so that then you can bounce up again. Yeah. You kind of, yeah. Stocks are the same. same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it always requires the most strength changing. That's why we were talking the other day about momentum. That's why it's so important because when you have momentum into something, be that bad yep. or, or, or positive, it's always going to be easier to keep following that path because you're already charging in that way. So if you're, if you're getting worse, like it's easier to keep getting worse because you're already in that path. On the opposite side, if you're getting better, it's easier to keep getting better because you've all already put in the actions that set up that this improvement of yours. And, yeah, exactly. And that's when it's going to be really hard to, to have those, those changes. So in reversing the, the graph once you are really getting that's why when people are getting worse it usually takes them like you said the rock bottom moment like people have to hit yeah. something that makes them obviously clear that something is wrong and then you can either choose to improve from that or, or you can just die <laughs> yeah there's worse. a there's a, a funny quote from i think it's avatar the the last airbender um let's see. oh it's here um which is which it's Exactly this, but in a short version. When we hit our lowest point, we are open to the greatest change. And it's kind of true. So, for example, now... I'm dropping knowledge. Yeah, boom. Cartoons, baby. (laughs) Well, like, if right now you look at your life and it's not that bad, but not that good, you know, you're kind of in the middle, 
then you're probably not very tempted to, you know, let's say, completely change where you live, go live in another country. But if you're, you know, shit, it's, it's, you're almost killing yourself. And then you kind of have this flash and you're like, I, I'm going to move. Then you're much likely, much more likely to move. You're much more likely to take that impulse for the good. The good. Yeah. And Tony yeah. Robbins actually, I think, said this. It's a great quote. It's like, you only change when the pain of changing, uh, when the pain of continue, continuing to do the same thing is not greater than the pain of changing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, only when it becomes obvious that change isn't going to, to hurt you more than do, keep do, keeping doing what you are doing right now, that's when you really kind of, you, and so the, the, I think, I guess the, the best thing to discuss about is like, how do you realize that the pain of change isn't going to be as worse or that the pain of change isn't really something negative? It's something much, uh, all of it, m m many times it's actually positive when you're going through that pain of, of changing. So yeah. I think the challenge is in, in all, every one of us, in all our lives, it's always going to be realizing from a logical point that the, the pain from, from change is actually something good and something we, we shouldn't be dreading so much to, to go through. But it's hard, of course. Like we, you're a human. Your DNA and yeah. your hormones set you up to do some some things. Yeah, we're always, always going to avoid. Comfort. Yeah, yeah, you're always going to search comfort. That's how we evolved and became the species that we are now. But so I guess now we're at a point that we kind of have to go against our nature and just try to realize how like irrational those things are. But I feel like it's a bit going against your nature, but also not because. I feel like, especially as men, we're also very driven towards these, you know, challenges. For example, the <laughs> the last few days I was telling you before, I watched some rock climbing videos, and then now I've I had a great impulse to go try that, and I know I would probably get very obsessive about that. But it's not. I know it's not an easy thing. I know it's going to be very hard. But your mind still drives you towards that. It's the same. Like, why would you go to the gym? Why would you start a business? Why would you do any of those things? And I feel like. On the one hand, we're, we're you know, driven towards comfort, but on the other, we're also driven towards challenge. And I guess that's, that's where the, like, the logical mind steps in, where, because not even logical, but there's something inside of you that, yeah, that, it's not like everything is going against you, your nature. No, there's, obviously there's good stuff. You wouldn't be alive if there wasn't. Yeah. But I think it's more of a, like those challenges, that happens more, I think, with balanced people. You see, most people, when they like we are going right now we're like going through a crisis especially in men where like it's kind of viewed like challenges are kind of viewed upon as something like Bad. not that good yeah, yeah like you, you shouldn't go out like it's like you're a oh you're a man you can't yeah, yeah it's things like, manly like it was an it's instance, like you be, or, being competitive and wanting more yeah it's like it's that, that, was, that was bad and I, yeah most I, I think not, not most men but there's certainly a big proportion of men that are falling into that trap and of course, they're going to be unhappy. But but I guess it's, yeah, it's, it's in a sense, you have your instincts and they are telling you something. But on the, yeah, you have always have conflicting instincts, I guess. Yep. There's always something telling you to, to search the most comfort uh, possible, just to, to stay there and live life. But there's something also inside of you that's always triggering you to go out and searching something better. Yeah. It's kind of like the yin yang, yang symbol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have both. If you yeah. notice it, in, like humans are never satisfied with one thing. You're yeah. always searching yeah. for another thing. And talking about the thing you were talking, like like masculinity nowadays, I feel like we're also in a time where that men are being are more driven than ever probably to go those towards those things because this is a time where I feel like they're being more repressed than I can remember in you know recent memory. 
especially that side of of men you know of being competitive being strong going for what you want wanting more and somehow we are assuming that those things are bad or society quote unquote you know the media is is pushing even you see we talked about this like the Gillette commercial that happened where pretty much being a man was wrong <laughs> and you see a lot yeah, of especially from the left, from the left political left, political where, left where, where especially the more to the left you go the more you see this which is yeah like uh, women are the greatest now uh, femininity is the best masculinity boo you suck and it's like no yeah, and they're both they're good both good and even yeah, exactly. even the concept of like toxic masculinity when it's toxic i don't think you can call it masculinity anymore it's it's kind of yeah, weird you just call it something else yeah you just you, call you, it... you don't talk about toxic femininity like you don't you don't yeah. see people like you don't see a, a woman that's like too peaceful and you call her oh that's that's toxic, toxic yeah. femininity and, and then when like you that. say like for example a man harassing a woman that's toxic masculinity no that's just being toxic that's not that's that that's not masculine as the same way yeah, as, exactly as let's it's say like, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's really yeah. strange like it's, it's like if you were to call a woman like she, she's being too passive so you just call like she's being toxically feminine yeah she doesn't do anything that's so toxic jesus (laughs) yeah or 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 let's say if you assume you a human (laughs) women are more you know emotional if a woman would you know uh start being very emotional about something you'd say like oh that's so so toxic of you (laughs) no you wouldn't say that yeah no uh, yeah that's i think it's uh, that's one of the perfect examples not to get too far away from the the main point of the of the podcast but it's one of those examples where people that don't know enough think that they know it all so they, they hear this yeah. once, they, they saw that the feminist movement was something good, like in, in previous years, it was something necessary. Women got the right to vote and all of that. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And now they're just trying to kind of keep on doing it while it's things have yeah. kind of like it, been fixed <laughs> right now. Like yeah. if you see in many cases, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to say women have more power than men or something, but if you see in universities, they are completely being, in the education, completely being dominated by women, like... Uh, yeah, it's it's you know, in a Western, Western society. Yeah. It's not men are a still arrested anymore. way more, more subject to it, violent crimes. Like there's a lot. Of, yeah, like, not, but we don't. We're not like saying oh men are victims. There's there's no victim in, in all of this. We're all humans and yeah. Just and we treat have us it better as, than ever. Treat us as all in, of us. Yeah, that's the thing. Have with, it better than ever. Yeah, we all yeah. have it better than ever. That's why identity politics, like Jordan Peterson talk, talks about it a lot. That's why it sucks so much because at the end of the day, we're individuals. We don't really. We shouldn't view ourselves like belonging to a group. Of course, we all view it, but it's not like it's not black against white or. Yeah, yeah. you are like not. You're, the an, group, in, you know? you're an individual. You may be part of yeah. it, but you are not. Yeah, the it's group kind of, it, goes, it goes against the point. The kind of like the point of trying to, like in, with identity politics, is trying equality for everything. But when you just divide people into more groups, you get more inequality. That's just that's a tension. But yeah, exactly. going back to the main point, uh, I feel. Yeah, but uh, all of this also, you know, to to go back to the podcast. All these problems come from a bit lack of assuming responsibility and assuming that, you know, the government or whomever should give you things. That's what regret is at the end of the day, is you, yeah. you're regretting that you didn't have, you weren't responsible enough to do different things. Yeah, exactly. Because, and if you see like all the people we admire and who achieved great things are that they had a challenge, they assumed the challenge and then they went for it. No regrets. You know, if you fail, you fail. For example, the most recent example I can say of this is Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, which was it's probably you know the most dominant golf player of all time, went I don't know ten years or twenty years, greatest career everyone ever seen. Then got injured in his back and his knee, had a huge divorce scandal, millions lost you know in that divorce, 
four back surgeries, they had to fuse two of their of his back discs, had to relearn how to play golf so that it wouldn't fuck up his back again. And then everyone was saying, this man will never win. No, this man will never play professional golf ever again. And then he comes back, he wins one tournament, and then the next one he wins the Masters. See, this is some, like, he didn't blame anyone. You didn't see, there's no interview of him complaining. He just went and did it. And then if he failed, then he fails. But at least he's not, he wouldn't be regretful at the end of his life. Yeah, he would never like, be, oh, he would never be maybe regretful. I should have tried one more time, but I didn't. No, he, no, he just tried. Exactly, you, you would never be regretful yeah. of that decision. And there's always, that's all the, I kind of feel like there's a pattern with all those decisions that would make you regret something. It's, which is, they're always kind of heavily influenced, influenced by external things. So in this case, it was, everyone was saying like, everyone, I bet even in his family, everyone was saying, okay, man, just, you just yeah. got to retire, go do something else. And, but that's where you, yeah. where, where, that's where it's so important for you to, to know, like go with your guts. Like, I think this is a perfect example of it. Like know that even if you, you can't get this, I think that's what going with your gut means that is that even if you don't get the thing you're thinking about, you know, that it's more worth it to go go after it and not achieve it than to not go after it at all. Yeah, yeah exactly. A, it's like the, the same thing was, was when McGregor fought Jose Aldo. It was the same thing. I was just like watching a, a video clip of all the, all, all of the fighters are like saying, nah, he's going to get demolished by, by Aldo. And, and at the end of the day, just like, he could have just listened to that and be like, oh man, I didn't do it. I, I, I mean, I can't win this guy. So I'll just like, I, think, I guess I'll avoid the fight and just not embarrass myself. No, he went, he went, did it, and became a legend. And going yeah. back, like, give you, to give also an example where this doesn't go right by our by our view of society. He fought when he fought Mayweather. He still lost, but like, he he fought against him. Like everyone was also saying that he was going to lose, but yep. he still did it. Like he, he went with his gut feeling. Also, there was also I don't know what he was thinking, but there was something inside of him that that told him, okay, it's worth it more than if I do this and fail than if I just don't do it at all. Yeah, exactly. I, I bet he doesn't regret it right now, especially because he made a yeah, shit Yeah, those of are people who you respect, you know. Just the, take, even if you put any fighter, just the, you know, to, to know that you're going to go into a cage, you're going to close the door behind you and then you're going to almost punch each other to death. And they're like, yeah, this is what I feel like it's right. This is what my calling is for this. You know, I'm going to get brain damage. I do know that. I know it's going to fuck up my l older life, but... If I don't do this right now, I'm going to regret it. For example, Muhammad Ali, his later years, it was, you know, it was in a fucking walk or I don't know how you call those things with four legs. You're always shaking through, you know, through a lot, because of a lot of brain damage, most likely. You, but I bet he wouldn't have chosen to do it any other way because then he would have regretted it. If he would be there all healthy, but he was like, I quit my career too early. Yeah. And that's, that's he, would the sad most, truth. he would prefer to go back. That's the sad truth. And fuck yourself up. That's the sad truth with most people. We all get to that point and we have so many regrets. And you're always going to have regrets, of course, but there are some decisions that, like, it's like you can't really go back. If Muhammad Ali had decided not to do box, like, he would always yeah. have known, like, man, I could have been the greatest boxer of all time. But he, yeah. if he didn't try it, he wouldn't have been. And that's the sad, like, with everything that you are going to to be great at that's also the importance of like when you choose to do something you have to measure the consequences first and i feel that's that's why we respect so much all of those greats we also yep. we were watching the the ronnie coleman documentary yeah, the other day yeah. and like this man per, he was a smart guy he perfectly knew that he, there was going to be consequences from all that oh just tell them who, like who he yeah, is yeah, what so he did 
Wanderkamen is one of the most famous bodybuilders, I'd say, next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He won eight Mr. Olympias in a row. I think it's like he, he matched the record of the previous guy who did that. And he was just overall a monster. If you search him, uh, a picture of him on Google, like yeah. he was arguably the biggest bodybuilder in terms of like his muscle, muscular size, definition, symmetry, all of those things. But like you see him talking like, there is no ounce of regrets on this man. And he, he, he has had like seven back surgeries. He can't yep. walk without the, the walkers. And like, <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because but I was saying like, he was a smart guy. He, he has always been a smart guy. So he knew there was going to be consequences from all the, the, the steroids and, and things that he was taking. There was going to be repercussions to his body. But he, he, he analyzed, those, most probably analyzed those consequences and he still decided, no, I'm still going to do this. And he was... Arguably one of the best, one of the, like, at least top five, if not the best of all time. That's arguably, but yep. that's arguable. But that's why we respect him so much. Because, and even now, you see him, like, in his day-to-day -day life, he's still a happy motherfucker. He's still, like, yeah. he's enjoying life, even, all, even with all of his problems. And I argue that he's enjoying life more now than he, even if he was, like, physically healthy now. And he didn't do the, the bodybuilding stuff. Yeah, yeah, if you, if, yeah. yeah, I imagine that guy, if, when he was at his peak, he was like, ah. I should stop now because I want to live good when I'm old. Good, quote unquote. He would have regretted it. He would look back and like, fuck, I could have given it more. And Even I now, like, there's a funny thing. He yeah. was saying in the documentary, like, he, he did a huge squat lift. I think it was like 800 pounds. And he was like, in the documentary, he was saying, man, I wish I had done more three reps on that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And you see, but when you, when you see that and when you see those people and when you hear him talk looking back, it's exactly that. He wouldn't have done it any other way. Even that meaning that his life was fucked after. I even saw an Instagram post of him recently. He, he had his eighth back surgery or something. He was, it, was, it was a success and he was like, oh, great for all this. I'm going to have to rest. Da, 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 da. All the, the years of that took a great toll on my body, but I wouldn't have done it any other way. No regrets. Boom. Like that, man, it's exactly that. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, uh, maybe you're a bit crazy. That's a bit too much for me. That's fine, but maybe your thing isn't bodybuilding, it's not business, but it is something. And whatever, whatever that is, it's worth you giving your 100% to it. Because you're, you're going to look back, and I know this because I, I really like business and, you know, working for myself. And I was doing a job that wasn't that. And I knew that if I was to continue that, I would look back and I would be like, my, I wasted my life doing something I didn't believe in. And that's why... That wasn't congruent. That's why regret is such a powerful, I feel like, emotion. It's one of those things, like, once you feel it, you, you don't really want to feel it. It's one of the worst feelings. <laughs> because it's like, yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. You, can, you just have to accept it. I feel like it's that way with but, all emotions. Oh, but, but before you go, like, yeah. right now, there's still something you yeah, yeah. can do about it. That's, that's, the thing is, yeah. yeah. That's why it's so powerful, this exercise of the, the going, imagining yourself to be 80 years old, whatever, and dying in your deathbed. Because you get to experience what, like, even you're never going to be in that situation. Like, you're never going to know how someone feels. But you can imagine how it feels. And you can imagine that it feels fucking awful. And th that feeling yeah. causes such, like, at least in me. Like, so I have so much fear of getting to that point in my life and looking back. And, like, I didn't follow my purpose. Like, yeah. that's, that's why we respect people so much. We respect people that follow their purpose. For Ronnie Coleman, bodybuilding was his purpose, in, in, a, in a sense. And that's why I didn't regret it, because your purpose is something that you, it's willing, you are willing to die for. Or at least there, there is no problem. You, like you, you would happily die to achieve that, 
purpose, which is kind yeah, of or doing that kind of extreme. Or, yeah. yeah, but you would die doing it. Doesn't mean that you have to die, of course. But yeah. it's it's one of you have to be like it's when Jordan Peterson. You, that's a good example when he was talking about the that Bill C sixteen about the transsexual rights and whatever. And they were like asking, what 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 would you do like if the university mm-hmm. fires you because of this? I will go or or if you get if you go to jail or something because of the the thing. And he was like. I'll go to jail and I'll go on hunger strike and I'll do whatever it takes. I, w- I will never say sorry because, yeah, that man yeah. feels like that's something he has to do. It's his purpose to stand up to, to bad things that are, being, that are going on in the yeah. world. And so he will go to extreme lengths. I would say he would die f- for it. Yeah. Also, I just remembered a good example. So uh, we are in Portugal. We're Portuguese. And today is the 25th of April, which is the day... Of our independence, not independence, but independence, like when the yeah independence. Yeah, when fast, when like fast, we yeah. had a, a dictatorship, and that was when it's when it was overthrown. I don't know how many years ago, but yeah, it was on this day, and that for me, when you hear people talk about that, that's also one of those things that they would the ones who were behind the revolution, the the troops, they would have regretted it not doing that forever. And you see, for example, our grandfather was you know involved, and you see like. He had, you know, great career ahead of him. Uh, he had wife, kid, you know, so he had that sustained from that job in the military. But there was something inside of him and all of them that told him this is not right. To live in a dictatorship and benefit from it is not the right thing. So I'll go to jail if I need to. I'll go to a get tortured. That's what would, would, would happen. If that shit didn't go well, he would go to jail, get tortured and then killed. But they were like, we'll take that risk. And they went ahead. They did the revolution and they changed the course of history forever. Yeah, exactly. That's that's and yeah. That's exactly. what and to a lesser degree. That's, that's what, what you're doing with your life. life. To a lesser degree. I mean, I hope not necessarily. Not... I, I'd argue with that it's not to a lesser. Okay. I would say to a, a lesser scale, not to a lesser degree. Yeah, but the thing to is, you never scale. know the scale which will be each each and every one of those men. Their life was leading up to that moment. So every choice they make, they made. They turned them into the men that could get to that moment and say, okay. I will not stand up for, for this dictatorship. I will go against it because it's what is right. So every decision that they made in their life, every single one of them was building their character to that point in order for them to have the strength to say no. Because if you are like a coward for the, for the entirety of your life, it's, it will be like much more difficult for you to stand up to things. Yeah, so you won't take that decision. Each and every day, that's why I think it's so important, like when you were talking about all of these things, it's not something that's like Jordan Peterson says a lot, like it matters, man, and it's important, <laughs> but it really is because you never know what can come up. Like uh, Second World War One, like nobody was thinking it was going to happen, but then it happened, and World War Two, and some of the biggest horrors in humanity happened there because, and definitely because some men could not, didn't have the mental fortitude to rec- recognize that. Something wrong is going on in here, and I'm not going to take part yeah. part in it. And if more, if like if people had prepared themselves for that moment, they would have said no, and we could have avoided the, the, that calamity. Yeah, exactly. There's a the very famous. Now. There's like a famous Hitler speech where you see, you know, they they all have to do the lift their hand, and there's a man you see they zoom in the crowd that's not doing any of that. And if all of them had, you know, quote unquote, the balls to do that, then. That wouldn't have happened because there would be more than, you know, that the, yeah, the people line. would be against it, and then everyone would be against it. But you know, it's hard to make that decision, especially that time because you know, I'm gonna go to jail or to the the camps or get killed. But yeah, that's why I feel you know, 
when when you hear Jordan Peterson talk about this with such passion and whoever maybe because he knows it is because it yeah because when it matters you need to be able to take the shot you need to be able to go with your gut feeling when everything else around you is telling you oh, maybe you shouldn't do that oh, that's not safe because that's exactly what happened when those you know dictatorships happen when those wars happen it starts slow you know the the nazis didn't happen from one day to the other but they could definitely could have been stopped along the way much before the the holocaust and all that shit happened definitely. it happened because people like uh, they allowed it to happen which is exactly like, we, it's a thing we don't want to hear but that's absolutely the truth behind it and that's why when Jordan Peterson talks about this kind of things, he gets so emotional, and because he knows that right now, it, it really matters. If and you see, I talk a lot about like masculinity and the problem with men right now, because it, it really is a problem. Like if if something like that was to happen right now, there is a large proportion of men and and women, whatever, that would not have the ability to say no, this is wrong, and that's just yeah. that's just facts. So th that's why also this is so important, at least for me, like doing the podcast and all of these things, because. If it's it really matters the, the the kind of people that we are like collectively as a society uh, like uh, how do I say it like pr promoting the kind of person we are promoting it really matters yeah. for us to get these things right right because when something with the potential to be horrible happens we want to have the the best people uh, to deal with it I yeah think. exactly and you know that's it that's it. <laughs> And all of that sparks from you just doing the right thing right now that you know. That may be as simple as stop watching so much YouTube or stop eating so many pizzas. Start slow once again. We, we've gone all the way to political revolutions. Now you need to take it all the way back to your life, which is probably, and that's the part I, hope, I hope, not as serious as that. Uh -huh. and that's but the, it could be that's if, the part you know, that's... if you're in Venezuela or something. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, and that's the part that kind of sucks about it because now you have to come back. You you listened to all of this. You got hyped up. You yeah. you're motivated now. You're you're gonna have to have the the capability to say to yourself, okay, no, I'm not ready to make this YouTube a change. Which for most of you and for for us at least, it, it's true. We're not able to just right now all of a sudden just snap our fingers and become what whatever we we want to do. We, yeah, it takes time. Like reality exists and. We live in a real world, so you you have to build up in order for you to be that person. So that's just that we we say it a lot, but start simple. Do focus on becoming better at one specific thing. Do it for a while, and then notice how much better you'll become in everything yeah. else, just because of that one thing. And then just keep on and building. Yeah, on that. and then and then it becomes easy. Then it becomes a habit, and you do it. Yeah, on autopilot. Something else. For example, now I clean my room, make my bed, all of that, cold shower on autopilot. It's, I wake up, yeah. I do it, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. It's just, oh, this is it. When I go into a cold shower, my hand is not used to going to the other side, to the warm. It just goes there. It just opens that. I'm in there, and it's like, pff, it hurts a bit. There you go. And it, to be honest, it doesn't even hurt at this point anymore. It's, <laughs> it's normal. It's whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, you get used to. That's also very, you know, very, gives you hope. Because if it's very hard right now, know that it gets easier. Much easier. Uh -huh. You get used to it. Yeah, that's, really, that's a really important thing. I feel like... We also, right now, there's this problem. We, we promote that with all of those motivational videos and like go, go harder, go home, no pain, no gain. We kind of have that idea that it's always going to be something horrible, that it's always going to work. Like in those motivation videos, you, you see like people, uh, the guy doing, running in the morning, 5 a.m., like he's feeling <laughs> like shit. And 
you get you're motivated but at the same time you're like man I could never do this but don't fool, don't let yourself be fooled by that it, like the, the mm. boxer that's running every day at 5 a.m of course at the beginning it was hard but now it's normal for him it's routine yeah, yeah. it's routine it's not like he's struggling every day to go work out no he likes it if he didn't like yeah. it he wouldn't be doing it and also with the gym I see this most like there's like so many guys saying oh you have to go hard or go home all day intensity you have to walk out of the gym like you can't even feel your legs but that's not even the truth like you can yeah. you can achieve results by taking things slowly and that's that's also I'd say the the more like mature way of going about it because you recognize that you it's you're in it for the long haul so you're not going to do something that you hate for, uh, long term yeah yeah so it's I know motivation is something like it really feels, feels awesome when you're motivated but have that even if you're motivated right now have that ability to to stop for a bit and really like be honest with yourself recognize the, the abilities you have right now and act according to that maybe for you that's just yeah. like you said taking a cold shower every morning maybe it's just stop eating pro- processed foods maybe it's starting meditating whatever it is for you just do that yeah, it's one all, thing I feel like it's all about priorities as well because when you have a why then all the house kind of appear, you know, but, but to get to that, why it may be hard in the beginning for me, you know, to get to right now, I, you know, 80% sure I would say that I know what I want to do, or at least I a hundred percent know in which area it is just business. It's for myself, but that took a lot of experimenting and doing a lot of things that I didn't it like took a lot of jobs, to get to a lot of, a lot of jobs, which was like, ah, oh, this is not really it. Eh, this is not really it. And what does everyone around you tell you? Shouldn't you do that thing shouldn't you follow the not to say in this voice not to make fun of them they just wanted the best but everyone around you most likely will not support that initially because no one wants change so that's why when you find your why it's much easier as well you know let's say you just want to lose weight but that's the the how to something like why do you want to lose weight what is there's that example is it because you hate your body or because you love your body and you just want it to be better like get in contact with whatever it is and then you'll know why you're doing what you're doing because if you're just going then it's very easy to quit as well like i had this with jujitsu for example for example i was like i'm not getting more jacked my body's not getting <laughs> that much better than going to the gym and this is very painful so yeah i'm not gonna keep going yeah whatever you kind of just yeah yeah you have to be able to know what you want at that moment and what will benefit you in that case like you wanted to build muscle but maybe you're like in jujitsu with the false idea that you would somehow get more muscular by doing it and yeah exactly it sometimes it takes like a bit of tough talk with yourself just like recognize why do you want to do something like most people everything you are like when you're talking about becoming rich having a better body all of those things you are very prone to to want those things because of insecurities which is what happens yep. to most people it's no shame to to, For sure. to recognize that but it's true like if you want a better body it's because you you probably like you maybe don't feel confident enough or you think that girls don't like you right now or Whatever, yeah. it, whatever it is, you have to be able to be real with yourself and say to yourself, why do I want to do this? And once you recognize that, first of all, see if, it's, if it, you have a good reason for it, if it's not like something superficial. Try to get deep with yourself, really, really recognize the benefits to bring to you and why you want to do it. Because it's, it's like the, the metaphor, like you, you wouldn't fire a, a cannonball from a canoe. Like if you don't have a stable yeah. foundation... Things yeah. aren't good. Yeah, that's to, really to be, good. <laughs> yeah, it's like being the canoe being your your purpose, I guess, and the cannonball being yourself. Have the have, you have a foundation, and with a why will always be the foundation, I, I think. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, to, I feel like to wrap this up, I think we can wrap it up is yeah. just go do, you know, get yeah, up and do something. Because when you do, then doors unlock and then you'll go places you didn't, didn't know you were going to go, you know? Like, for example, for me, not the flex the hard, but, you know, I, I traveled for the last, you know, six months, not last six months, but I traveled for six months, six months ago, you know, all around the world. That was not on my plan. No, I didn't plan for that. But the opportunity came and I knew how to take it at yeah, the time. Yeah, because you did stuff. That's it, because I was doing stuff. Yeah. So also, you... I'd like to, like, leave it with... Reader, go with, ahead and do, yeah. With a final thing, like, Mark Manson talks about this, which is really important, because sometimes people hear this, just do things, and they're like, but I can't just do things. It doesn't happen like that. I need motivation. And the funny <laughs> thing about doing things is that by doing things, you get more inspired to do more things. So it's like, yeah. the, the cycle shouldn't be motivation, do something, and then... That stops there. No, the cycle should be do something, get more motivation or inspiration, and then you yeah. can do more things with that. So the, it always starts with doing. So even if you don't want to do something, start small, just start it, and I guarantee you, you will have yeah, more see. will to do it. And like if you're listening to this and you know, you, the only thing you do is play video games and then go to your shitty job you don't like, then you know, pick, go on Google Maps, see what you know, random clubs and physical activities are around you. If you, if you can't pick one, Put them all in a list, go to a randomizer, gen random picker thing, yeah. click it, the one it picks, you start with that one. Then you see if you yeah. like it. And then that, because Just even if you that. don't like it, if you don't like it, when you hate something, that's when you also find what you like as well. But yeah. you need to be willing to put yourself into those situations. Exactly. And with that, I think we can finish. Go ahead finish and it. do something. Boom. Mm. Goodbye.